any trenders welcome back to our newest podcast episode um as you can see nubles is not here today so i will be stepping in as to you know introducing everyone and starting it out so um, as the host yes <laughs> the host is dead long live the host um my name is gracie you guys also know me as scorpio on facebook and um, you know, Annie Trends News when I write about articles and character analysis. And who else do we have with me today? <laughs> a ghost. The ghost of the ghost of Newells. No, it's it's, uh, it's James. I'm here from last week. You can't get rid of me. Yes, and lastly, uh, I am joining uh, Isabel. Isabel. This is your first time on the wait. Uh, this like rebooted podcast, isn't it? It is my first time here. And can you give everyone like a bit of introduction on what you do at Anime Trendy? I used to do uh, content creation, but for now, I am mostly helping edit articles on the website. And she is yes. an amazing editor for sure. R truly, it's it's man. If you for those of you that do read some of the things that I write, uh, they are considerably worse before they go through the editing process, so be grateful. Yes, for yep, sure. That's the editor's job, and that's what we do, so. Mm -hmm. um, well, today we are going to talk about um, Kakushigoto, which is currently airing right now on Funimation. And for anyone who doesn't know, uh, Kakushikoto is a story about a single father who um, draws a very, very sketchy sort of um, manga with some pretty dirty jokes. And he... I feel, like sketchy, I feel like sketchy is a poor, like, because it's manga. I don't know. The word sketchy and manga, it's like sketchy. Of course there's sketches in manga. Oh, yeah, they are. <laughs> um, okay, how about this? A questionable it's it's manga an etchy, that has... It's an etchy manga. It's got, like, underwear jokes and stuff in it. Yes, like, more perverted jokes. And he's kind of embarrassed about it, and he doesn't want his beloved daughter to find out. And it basically follows their antics as they go through life with an over... Very loving, but overprotective dad who's trying to protect his own uh, life work from uh, Hime his cute little daughter so um who would like this anime for and if i had a say on it i would say anyone who's a fan of slice of life and comedy because um this anime really really digs deep into um just following the li the personal lives of the father and the daughter and they have some really really great jokes in it um, and then, of course, anyone who is fans of just more interpersonal family sort of stories would also enjoy Kakushikoto. But that's my opinion. What do you guys think for... Who else do you think would enjoy this show? Well, I think uh, it's it's definitely for people that like that kind of slice... Of, it, it, it's a slice of life family comedy kind of thing. Um, I've, I used to... High school James would, I think, not have enjoyed it as much as college James. College James. Uh, I think the way I am now, I've mellowed out a little bit. I'm a little bit less edgy. Not that I was super cool and edgy in high school, but now I care more about that kind of family, family relationship kind of stuff. Uh, it's it, it's interesting because the the this is based on a manga, and it's the same mangaka uh, uh, that did um, Sayonara Zetsubo Sensei, and the. I have not read a lot of Sayonara Zetsubo Sensei, and I have not watched a lot of it, but the amount that I have watched is so much raunchier and, like, darker uh, in, 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 like, the jokes that it makes. Like, I remember the first episode of 
Zetsubo Sensei that I watched started out with like an entire segment on a misunderstanding about what this ter- what a term what a term meant and somebody just confusing it for domestic violence and thinking like oh, god. oh my god this horrible horrible thing is happening uh, and it's so Kakushi Goto is not that it is heartwarming and it's a little bit bittersweet and it's 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 also incredibly funny um the the voice acting is really good and the exaggerated characters of uh of our our titular character uh Kakushi Kakushi Goto um the puns from Sayonara Zetsubo Sensei have continued into into Kakushi Goto. Uh, and I I raise a glass to the translator and that had to do all that for the anime subs where it's like, this is a pun, it's really funny in Japanese, please please understand that. Uh, so there there are a couple things that you will miss if you don't have kind of like a basic understanding of the Japanese language or like some Japanese vocabulary. But even if you don't, you will still enjoy the show. Uh, if you like kids being cute and... If you like that overprotective father trope that you see in a lot of romantic comedies, you will enjoy this show because that's basically the premise. Yeah, and then just uh, picking off, uh, piggybacking off that, uh, I think you guys mostly caught, you know, the idea of why people should watch it. But I do agree, it's like a really good slice of life comedy anime, and it's really heartwarming. I really like the relationship between, especially between father and daughter. And it's also short and simple. Um, it's it's divided into two, you know, two sections per episode. But I think it's overall it still flows very well. In contrast to other animes where you know, the both sections are uh, totally different or something, right? And even though it's it's also a little bit bittersweet in a sense, um, but that also, you know, puts in the heaviness towards the anime and then also just balances out the heartwarmingness. Um, but that's a I, I think so mm-hmm. the, we, we, the we keep mentioning like oh it's bittersweet and this may be like kind of a little creeping into um into like ooh things in the show but it, 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 I think that the like a little bit of sadness that appears kind of that is kind of implied at the end of every episode that you kind of get that wistful uh, regret kind of feeling uh, makes like once you once you know that that's a thing that's gonna be kind of there in the show, it makes the sweet heartwarming things even more like heartwarming. It, it's it's the whole you, you need contrast to make each thing more more uh, have more impact. Yeah, it makes you definitely want to like treasure those moments uh, when you see it. Yep. So basically, anyone who's you know, who's in tow for a, a, while a comedy, but also a very emotional story in regards to family, in regards to, um, you know, this is cliche, but in regards to love, um, will most definitely enjoy this show, essentially. So, yes. for- if, if you if you want to laugh, you should watch this show, and if you want to cry just a little bit, you should also watch this show. Yes, <laughs> they yeah. summed it up perfectly. So it sounds like you two um, really, really enjoyed it. Um, can I ask, uh, you know, Isabel, what made you attracted to the show in the beginning? Uh, in the beginning, I just really like how simple it was. The design was different, first of all. Okay. Uh, the art is very simple, very circular, like all the characters' faces. So, And I was like, this looks different. doesn't look like, you know, any other anime, um, especially this season. And I think that's what first got me into it. I also like Slice of Life. So I was like, I'm totally going to check out this show. That's pretty much the reason why. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it sounds like you don't regret checking it out at all, huh? <laughs> I definitely don't. Um, each episode, usually Slice of Life, like, you might not be curious about the next episode because you're just going to keep watching it. But then this one, I kind of want to know what happens. Like, you know, there's that curiosity. 
So that's kind of what's keeping me watching the show, and I definitely didn't regret starting it. And what about you, James? What got you into it, and um, why have you held on to it for this long? <laughs> Uh, so what got me into it was the fervent recommendation of one of my friends, uh, because uh, for those of you that have, for those listeners that have been kind of paying attention to me in previous podcasts and maybe some other content that I've made, uh, I am the president of my university's anime club, and so this season we were figuring out what shows we were going to watch uh, for, in, in club, and one of my officers went, we should watch this show because it's by the same mangaka as Zionars, that's Zezebo Sensei. And I went, ooh, I don't look, I don't like the sound of that. And he's like, no, 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 you don't understand. <laughs> it's about, it's, it's no, there's no, there, it's about, um, you know, it's, it gave me, he kind of gave me that quick synopsis. And I am kind of a sucker for that, like, secret life kind of thing. Uh, in the, in the, when, when it's done wholesomely, like, secret life of I'm cheating on my wife kind of thing. Not about that. <laughs> oh. But when it's, you know, I'm keeping a secret, I, I'm keeping a secret for, you know, some reason that you know kind of the way you worded it i bet james there is a light novel out there named that <laughs> <laughs> uh, there probably is um but so that's kind of what's what what got me in on it was like i kind of had to watch it um but i got i i like that kind of i like the humor uh it was it was funny and it was it was really sweet seeing that relationship uh between father and daughter um it's uh and and also the at the end of every episode that the the ending segment it it keeps it wants it keeps you like ooh because it's a flash forward um and it it you're like you 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 get in you this gap and you're like and you know that every single episode is going to fill in a little bit more of that gap because the episodes are are moving chronologically and so you're getting closer and closer and closer to where that flash forward point is and so it's just like, oh, are we gonna? What are we gonna learn? The 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 missing segment, and so that that's a really easy way to string me along. Um, but it's more than just that kind of like cliffhanger ending. It's the fact that I enjoy the humor and I like the relationships. Um, I've I've kind of been viewing family anime a little bit different. Uh, since uh, I watched Machia, um, cause that, again, for those of you that have listened to other times, that was the first movie that ever made me cry, and. It, it made me, and it is a, it is a, that one was a film about parenting, um, which Kakushi Goto is also about, and so it, it's given me this whole, it's a new lens that I'm viewing, um, familiar, familial relationships through, and I see the relationship between Kakushi and Hime, uh, and I see the, also, like, the interaction between my father and my younger sister, Aww. and then... As and 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 then so as like a real life experience of like this is what you know parenting can be like in real life and this is what it is in anime and I'm seeing different parts of it and my my very optimistic brain is like someday James you'll have a child and you'll have to be a good parent and learn some lessons. Oh um, my god, I like that would be so funny to see you as a dad. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, it certainly would be so funny because it means somebody would be willing to have a kid with me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's that's why I like that's why I like the show. Okay. Um, is is I'm 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 enjoying familial relationships a lot more. Okay. Uh, well, my... good job, Makia, for getting James into this type of story. <laughs> yeah. I if I ever get the chance to to meet 
uh, Mario Kart out, I'll be like, you don't understand. Your movie changed my life. <laughs> um, well, uh. for me, personally, I'm, um... I've never minded slice of life anime, but I do take sort of these single parenthood stories more seriously. Um, not because I, I did not grow up with a single parent, but there was a chunk of my life where my dad wasn't present because of his work. And so I lived two or three years with just my mom and, um, and it's, I was a child, so I do, I definitely do not understand the implications of what it's like to have to for a single parent to be raising me without the support of a spouse but I definitely come came to a much better understanding of it and you know a lot more respect um towards it as you know I've gotten older and I've gone through college and now I'm back and working and just you know coming home from work is enough to make me tired and I'm thinking my mom like came home from work and still had a kid that was completely dependent on her and she was the only one there and so that just blows my mind so I always do take these things seriously and that's what got me into um you know into the series and ultimately the jokes are hilarious for obvious reasons but um ultimately this theme is also what keeps me here so um on that note uh, we are going to start diving into more spoiler territory now for the anime um, because of just exploring deeper elements of the story of the series as a whole. Um, so people who are not caught up to the series, um, you know, this is your spoiler warning, but people who are caught up... This is where you stop the podcast. Yes. <laughs> uh, but people who <laughs> are caught up to the series, please, you know, join us and, you know, if you want to hear spoilers yes please feel free to stay along as well so um you know the heart and soul of the series is kakushi and being a single dad in raising his daughter despite actually being a very tragic situation like we we can tell like the mom died though how she died we still don't know yet correct yeah how 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 it happened and when it happened like, I mean, when is in like, yes, it has happened, but we don't know, you know, exactly, exactly when. We we can kind of infer from the fact that Hime doesn't bring it up very often that it probably happened before she was making memories. But then we also have, like, we have that painting that we've seen and, like, the pictures that uh, of the family dynamic that Kakushi, like, hides uh, which is kind of weird. I, I, like, I, I can understand it from the point of he hides that because there's some questions that will be asked that I don't think he's ready to answer. Mm. Um, I always thought, like, maybe he, like, hides more of, like, remnants of, you know, Hime's mom is because he kind of wanted to shield her from it because he's scared that it might hurt her to know. But, you know, that's an... That's definitely an interesting fact that it might not even be her. It's just he's not ready to think about it and talk yeah. about it. So, um, and, and well, there's. Uh, I'm gonna dive a little bit into the, my my fancy notes here, <laughs> uh, and it it's just because one of the things that gets brought up a lot is the, like the culture of like Japanese culture does not allow for a, like if you are not the standard nuclear family of like mother father one to two children there's a lot there's like a huge stigma that comes along with it um and it's like the community that like for example Hime's teacher under like 
is joining along with it because she, you know, because Kakushi went and talked with her and is like, this is the situation that it is, and I would really, you know, really appreciate it if you would kind of play along with what I'm doing right. and the teacher's on board. Right. Um, but that kind of, like, social stigma of, like, being in a single-parent household, whether it is single father or single mother uh, in Japan, is a very real thing. And so that might also be why, um, because as soon as you start open, you know, being like, there was a, you know, your mom was here and now she isn't kind of, kind of thing. Like, that's a question we've never actually gotten in the show yet is, like, where is mom? Because Hime is 10 in most of the series, and, like, I would assume that it's, like, this is, like, that mothers give birth to children is kind of, like, I'm going to assume that they've hit on that at some point, not, like, the nitty-gritty, but, like, the broad thing of, like, and this is the, like, even for, like, animals, it's, like, this is the mom cat, mm-hmm. and this is the dad cat, mm-hmm. and these are the baby cats. Woo! Yeah, and so, I think the other thing they also talk about is, or is, oh. sorry, um, yeah, I just wanted to say for, like, the grandfather making the painting and stuff like that, how, um, I think there's definitely some family problems also oh, that Kakushi yeah, doesn't want to mention. Right. right. I'm all in for that juicy family drama. <laughs> So we definitely don't know anything about that yet, but that's also another thing that seems like Kakushi doesn't want to face that at all, or maybe he doesn't want Himei to know about, you know, her grandfather. Yeah, it's like he's uh, hiding, like, her entire, like, maternal side of the family from her. Um, it's in- I almost feel like, based on, like, the clips we've seen, it seems like his- her mom, you know, his wife- was probably from a really rich like family right yeah really rich and steeped in tradition you see it with like the limous like the the i'm gonna just assume the grandfather the grandfather and the limousine that keeps showing up that also every year buys a backpack i don't know if you're aware of how much those backpacks cost how much are they they are like i think last time i checked they were like mid-range ones range between like 900 and <gasps> no way you're joking really? there i i may be i may be off by like a huge amount but it is at least they like actually editor cut that previous amount out uh i will just say this several hundred dollars those backpacks are several hundred dollars no 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 like it is not i I haven't had a backpack more than 50 dollars and that's like a lot already like that backpack lasts me for years (laughs) those backpacks can be several hundred dollars in fact like sometimes like a lot of the times families will save them and they get like passed it down from generation to generation because first of all they're really well made mm-hmm. and the japanese just kind of take better care of their stuff than americans do <laughs> but also because they're super duper expensive they're yeah. really pricey and the fact that the grandfather's just like i'm just gonna drop one off every year it, that's like an ostentatious level of wealth. yeah that's like yeah. Oh, i can't curse on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna use a term that uh that I that I've seen in a couple movies. Freaking um, budging. But um, but like yeah, so like the grandfather is loaded. Okay, that's um, definitely and so and it's a it's a pretty like you can say it's a cliche, but ironically or sadly, even though it's considered cliche, it is unfortunately a real theme where the richer households tend to get be steeper in tradition, you know, than like the middle class family. It's because they've been around longer to accumulate that wealth. Yeah, that is true. They keep it all. They keep it all in house. They don't. They don't like let it spread out as the kids move around. Mm-hmm. So right, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, uh, Isabel. Did you want to say something? 
No, go ahead. We can go to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I was going to ask you, James, since you mentioned that there's like a stigma in Japan in regards to any family that's not the nuclear family. Um, do you have any thoughts or like, you know, explanation as to why? Because you would think like single parents should be really praised because it's, you know, it's it's traditional to have two parents raise a kid because a kid is a lot of work, you know, like it requires, it not requires, but two parents makes the work easier. And now one parent is doing all of it. Like why would they stigmatize it more than, you know, praise the parent for doing something. So the brave. Yeah. So the, there is a lot of work, um, but it's not recognized. And a lot of the times what's focused on when you see, uh, when you see a single family is not with a single parent uh, household. It's not, oh, they're working so hard, it's how did they get like that? Why is there only one parent? And so sometimes, you know, and which is why um, it's, you know, you see a lot of the times there's like a general like acceptance when the reason is like, oh, one member of the family passed away. It's like, okay, you can't, you can't, that can't be helped, you know, disease or an accident. But when it's like divorce or choosing to have a child out of wedlock, it's the like, why did you get divorced, or why didn't you decide to get married? And it's that you, it, there's a lot of pressure to keep things, you know, the same as everyone else. The nail that sticks up gets hammered down, um, and you can even see some of that like reflected in in like some government policies. Uh, they've changed a lot since then, but I I found as I was looking around, I found this uh, 2017 Japan Times article, okay. and uh, for example. Uh, it, it took until 2010 for single fathers to become eligible for certain government subsidies for rearing children. Really? Wow, that's a while. Till 2010. That's so recent. Yeah, yeah it's a decade ago. Oh, God. Oh, God, it's, it's a, a decade, decade ago. ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, it's a decade. <laughs> Guys, this decade has not went off at a good start, I think. <laughs> I mean, personally, good things have happened in this decade, but that's just because... Uh, I got into college and made friends and stuff. But, uh, overall, things have got overall things have gone pretty poorly. I will um, say though, at least we can say we started off this new decade with a bay, <laughs> not the bay we, we wanted, but did. a bay. So, uh, yeah, definitely, yeah. We've set the bar so low, we can only go. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, um, don't, don't. You'll, you'll eat your words, James. <laughs> that's fine. I only make the finest words. Um. <laughs> So uh, my words are the best. That's really crazy, though, with the single father. That actually that would affect Kakushi. Oh my gosh! Like, thank goodness he yeah. has like a stable job. Well, stable, but you know, stable so job. So here's, here's the with... interesting thing, as well, is he fakes having like a regular nine to five. Also, again, to avoid he may being like, "What do you do for work?" So that he does, so that he doesn't have to admit I draw, you know, perverted manga. But as a mangaka, you can actually still kind of set your own hours a little bit, okay. and. The article that I read had some interviews with some folks, some single fathers, and it's like, yeah, and you can see that they had regular, like, company nine-to-five jobs, and a lot of them quit and became freelancers when they became single fathers. Wow, um, okay. And wow. and so the situation is, like, you cannot fit into Japan's work culture and also raise kids if you're a single father. Oh, wow. And the same thing applies to single mothers as well, because it's really hard for single women to get work. Oh, and not only that, I feel like Japan's work culture is not only 9 to 5, they also stay later in the day to work, so 
it could be anywhere from 9 to 7 p.m. or something. And, you know, if Kakushi was doing that type of job, he would definitely wouldn't be able to spend as much time at, at home as he does in the anime. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think even in the anime, like, he'll turn down certain things because, you know, he says, I need to be home with Hime and stuff like that. But, um... He can only do that because of because of his work. Right. Like, he, he has that luxury. So, um... Yeah, life is hard for single parents in Japan. Yeah, like, my heart goes out to them. And also, you know, I'm glad that there's always, you know, stories being told about them and, you know, the government subsidy changing in 2010. You know, that's great. Um, yeah. For Kakushi Goto or Kakushi, um, by, by the way, anyone who doesn't know, um, it's a pun. This whole anime is a pun. But uh, Kakushi... His, his name is a... His name is a pun. It's actually double puns because uh, one of the one of the readings can mean secret, and then the other one can mean writing work. Yes, exactly. Oh yeah, and, yeah. And then he's both, and that's his full name. Um, so the secret writing work. So with Kakushi Goto, it is really or Kakushi specifically, it is really. Um, I am really happy to see that he has very supportive people around him. You know, like the teacher who understands and supports him. Uh, and also is a fangirl of him. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I think that's really funny. Um, and then it's like, um, you know, his assistants all, like, have, like, they all love Hime, even though they don't meet her, but you can tell they all love her <laughs> and stuff. Um, and they support him for being a single parent. Um, what I really like about this anime is that, despite the fact that, you know, there is something heartbreaking underneath with the fact that, you know, he lost his wife and Hime lost his mom, it's so funny. Like, the jokes always land, in my opinion. Like, has there been a joke that doesn't land for you guys? I think they've all they've all hit pretty well, and I think it's because it's very good at drawing the line between when the funny is and when the sad is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for me too, I feel like most of them are really funny, and like, even if it's not funny, their enthusiasm is like off the charts funny for me. Right. Like, their reactions yeah. and then everything else, yeah. So, yeah. Um, and it's, it's nice that Kakushi has this, like, this kind of support group oh. that is his assistants and also the teacher. Right. Uh, because I I hate to circle back, but I, I spent, uh, you know, at least an hour and a half doing this, and I'm going to talk about no, it. No, 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 you should, you should. I'm interested anyway, um, so. Yeah, so, well, I also don't want this to turn into the anime trending podcast featuring James's sad monologue. <laughs> um, but the, you know, one of the struggles for, and it's, it, it's nice I want to like make sure we focus on the anime too, but what what we see in the show is is some things that aren't super common for single parents, like a support group and that kind of thing. Okay. Uh, and and a stable income. Uh, for example, uh, uh, as of 20, 2017, approximately fifty percent of single parent households were below the relative poverty line. Oh no! Um, oh what? Compared to the U.S., where it's thirty three percent, so. Yeah, America! Slightly better! <laughs> um, and, uh... Then, like, the number of single-parent households are also increasing, and this is just, be like, a systemic thing. And it's not like it's a bad thing. People are choosing to be single parents. Uh, it's just the government needs to catch up, and society, like, acceptance in Japanese society needs to catch up, but that's kind of a different topic. But Kakushi is, you know, it, is blessed to have that kind of support group um you know to ask his assistants for advice but you notice it's it's, it's his assistants that he's asking for advice i'm like how do i do this or what do i do about that not like other single fathers or like other single parents yeah. like he doesn't have there's not like a group of other single parents to be like 
how did you solve this problem or you know and and that's kind of different because in the u.s there's like support groups or those like online groups you know to be like you know a forum for single fathers or single mothers or single parents to go like how do i answer my kid's question when they ask you know where you know where is the other parent or like what about this or what about the other thing you know or how do i how do i talk to my my child about puberty when you know like <laughs> fathers you know how do i talk to my daughter about puberty or like mothers how do i talk to my son about puberty like kind of stuff that kind of like network isn't there and so it is the support is it he's ha he has support which is good but it's 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 not the best <laughs> Not the best situation. Right. And, I mean, you do see that in the anime. Remember? Like, he went and took cooking classes, too. Yeah. Which which I love. That was a small personal moment where I, I to me, was like, wow, he is, I mean, obviously he's already a good father, but it's like, you know, that's what being a parent is, is going that extra mile for things just for your kid. Yeah. Um, because, you know, it makes the kid happy, and it makes you happy to learn these things mm -hmm. to make your kid happy. Yeah, same thing for a school festival, just want to add to that. He, he went to the bento, and then that after that, the school festival, he even tried to work out, even though he definitely doesn't have the muscles or anything. So <laughs> That was really great. <laughs> it was really that funny. Was a pretty, yeah, that was a very good episode. And I think, well, at least I can relate to it, because I never exercise. So, <laughs> um, yeah, we otakus yeah. aren't very muscly, aren't we? <laughs> I know. I've yeah. been trying. I to. bought a bathroom scale, and uh, I'm using that to like <laughs> make myself more mindful of everything I'm doing. But it also makes me sad. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. The the school festival was great as well, and I think um another one which was actually more that one was more emotional and not like and not really like joke story or like prank story sort of thing was. When, um, remember how he walked by, like, these two moms gossiping and how, like... Oh, yeah. Um, Those moms. <laughs> yeah, they were saying how, like, kids should just listen to them and, like, you know, because they know better and stuff like that. Like, do you two remember that? I remember that, yeah. Okay. And, like, he wasn't happy with that, but obviously he didn't join, but he just thought to himself, like, it's, you know, it's inaccurate for you to think that they should be happy they have this household it should be us who are blessed and happy that we have them in our lives. And, um, yeah. and I, this might be me overreaching, honestly, but I wonder if, or I've heard that single parents tend to, um, appreciate having their children more because they've lost a spouse or, you know, they don't have that extra support that other families do and it's not so normal so they kind of like you know so they kind of appreciate their kids more than others but i'm i might be outreaching like i'm curious on what you guys think uh i have no experience as a single father or a single parent so i'm i'm afraid that i i can't really weigh in on this yeah i i don't i like i could i could project to be like yeah that's definitely a way that certain people could think but i don't know if that's the way that they actually okay think. yeah Based off shows and stuff, I feel like, I feel like, for some most of the cases, you know, if the parent's a good parent, then they'll definitely put the child first before everything else. Yeah, that's uh, fair. I guess I'm just thinking maybe, um, maybe just this show in particular because we've had two instances with it with like parents being like, oh, you know, kids are this, and he's like, I don't agree, but you know, keeping his thoughts to himself. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. So with the support system, I wonder if, in a weird way, I wonder if that's why this anime could be so funny. Because um, even though it's not the best support system, he does have one. So it gives time for funny things to happen and like funny antics to happen. Um, like I bet, and and it's also kind of it's it's kind of using it's kind of like the humor of like using the wrong tool to do the job and like the the comedy that like comes from that, mm-hmm. where it's like oh we're we don't have you know the the system that is would be ideal for Kakushi's situation doesn't exist, so we're just gonna make do with what we have, <laughs> and that inevitably leads to some like you know miscommunications or comedy bits. Right, right. Um, so out of, like, in this anime with single parenthood, you know, which scene or, you know, episode or, like, anything in general, like, stood out to you guys the most? I, so the episode where, uh, about birthdays, that's the one that, like, the, the, I think that's the most recent episode when, when Hime's, like, hiding the birthday invitation because, like, oh, oh, well, if I go, then I have to invite my friend over and then they have to see you know, that I live in a house without a mother, or, like, you know, this or that or the other, whatever myriad of reasons, and that was, like, that that hit me, because it's, 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 it shows that Hime is also thinking about her father, and, and, and caring for him, uh, which, I, I love that kind of interaction, but then Kakushi being like, no, you're totally allowed to do this, because he wants what's, you know, he wants his daughter to be happy, and so then, you know, proceeds to, like, bend over backwards and be like goes to the cooking class finds out that again and like and then another thing is finds out single men are not allowed in the cooking class because of other reasons oh, uh, and yeah. but then like <laughs> you know but then has a home lesson from the tutor to like you know from the teacher to like make fried chicken and whatnot and and, and that whole series of, of interactions um nice. like that was the thing that was like family it sounds like you're getting mm, emotional right now james <laughs> I know, yeah. I'm just, I'm just. You just kind of uh, trailed off there. It's the heat. I'm, I'm going crazy <laughs> from the heat. Uh, is that uh, for me? I feel like it was the first impression, or I think it was when they were naming the dog. Um, oh. Where they put like uh, the parentheses and like it's like tentative. Mm-hmm. It's not the real thing yet. Oh. Uh, yeah, because I feel like that's important. Like first impressions, like whether you're writing a book or anything or naming an artwork. The first thing you think of, it kind of doesn't leave your mind. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you always circle back to it, right? So I feel like that was, like, super relatable to me. And it was also really funny the way they put it. Mm-hmm. And then they kept going off that joke for the episode. Um, and then it yeah. got... Well, it was, it, was, it was a funny joke for the episode. And then at the end, they do, like, they still take that. And then they make you feel sad. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they totally did that at the end, too. Yeah, and it was, <laughs> like, it picture, was such yeah. a... Yeah. The painting. It was such a good way to curve it, because it's the whole... Um, you know, if you don't, if, if you just leave it at tentative, you tend to leave it at that forever. And then mm-hmm. it was like, you know, future life tentative. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, they, they, what, what the thing is, is that they're like, you know, if you do this, you'll regret it, you know? And, and but they say it's just like, you know, as like a, a broad warning. And then it hits you of like, oh, maybe the reason why is because it's already happened and they have that regret. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, for me the thing that gets me it's not even like an episode or something it's the boxes oh the 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 boxes boxes. yeah i think i think the thing that got me the most was like i saw the boxes from like 
you know, like 13 or like 10 through 18 or whatever. I'm like, okay, cool. Boxes into, you know, being 18 years old. Yeah. I think the thing that really got me was seeing the second set of boxes. Oh. Uh, like 19, 20, 20, like, and that was well, like, oh my God. You know, that's how much, that's how much love and affection went into, you know, mm-hmm. went into, you know, into this. I think like for me, it was like the first episode when the boxes were introduced and I realized they were boxes prepared by the deceased mom, I audibly gasped and I was like, oh my God. And so it's just, I can't, like, I can't even imagine like losing a parent for sure. But like the fact that, you know, when she left, she still had those things prepared specifically for her. Like that just, that, that just hits crazy for me personally. The double whammy was seeing the second set, like not, sorry, not like he made second set of boxes, but the fact that uh, she also prepared, the wife also prepared boxes for Kakushi. Yeah. Because there was a box labeled 30 oh, and it had the manual yes. on how to plan parties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's... So. All right, since we're on this boxes topic anyway, I just have to ask, what do you think happened to him? <laughs> I don't know. Isabel, sc- what do you think? I don't know. I'm scared to say it might... Uh... I mean, obviously, my mind goes to the dark side, and I think the same thing happened to um, Kakushi, but I don't want to think that for now. Uh-huh. <laughs> but that's what it's, that's that's what it's looking like to me. I don't know what you guys think. I mean, I think it's I think it's kind of implied that he's dead. Um, yeah. And I think that like the rough part is like all the like in the flash forwards when like the assistants are there and they also kind of have that like wistful, sad attitude. It's like, oh, geez, which makes me even think more like, oh. He's dead, and what makes me worried is that it's definitely, or not definitely not, but it's very unlikely that it's, like, illness or something, because he's, it'll either be, like, some illness that strikes out of nowhere in the same way that a bus strikes out of nowhere. Like, it's gonna be that kind of thing. It'll either be a tragic accident, or it'll be some sudden onset Oh my god. And I'm not gonna be okay when that happens. And I'm not gonna, you know what else is gonna make me even more not okay? Is if the, if it is illness, if it, because I'm, if I remember correctly, just based on some, like, flashbacks or whatever i'm gonna assume the wife died of an illness if it's the same one it's gonna kill me it's gonna crush me like i will not literally but i will be i will be very very sad and i will i will i will drink that evening you will drink, <laughs> will drink that evening. Okay. uh what will you be drinking james <laughs> i will be drinking straight whiskey oh dang oh my gosh going straight for the heavy stuff okay um for it's, it's sadness juice i just i remember when i like was watching it i watched it with my roommate and it started out you know really funny and happy and all that stuff and then like it goes to the flash forward and then i realized what it meant and i just turned towards her and i was like wait is this sad <laughs> she's like i don't know and i was like is this sad <laughs> so, um ugh, i just I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna guess accident, but oh gosh. See, I don't like speculating because if I'm right, then it means I'm right and I'm sad, and if I'm wrong, then it means I was wrong, which means not only am I sad for being wrong, but I'm also sad because the bad thing is happening. <laughs> so it's a lose lose situation. It's a lose lose situation. <laughs> um, I will say though, um, and I didn't realize it, but the opening theme song kind of hinted at it, like the fact that it's it does, been, yeah. 
yeah gonna be bittersweet like not even oh, just... the opening sequence or the the opening sequence or the actual song like i think sequence and actual song i'm saying this as someone like before i looked at the lyrics like you know translated lyrics i don't know how to describe it but like the the tone and the key that the song is like you know composed in and sung in it's happy but with like a hint of you know, it, it's literally, it sounds yeah, bittersweet. The, it, like, I don't know how else to describe it aside from the fact that it sounds bittersweet. I wish, I wish, yeah, I would, as, as, a, as somebody that claims to have played an instrument for several years and had to dabble in, like, music theory, I wish I could better explain the feeling that I get from that song. Uh, I think some of it might just because of the tone of voice uh, of the singer, and maybe, it, it definitely sounds like there was some, like, auto-tune or maybe some, like, a little bit of adjustment to it, but there is, um... There, there is that kind of, uh, I don't want to call it like a nasally, maybe like a little nasally kind of like, but that kind of thing when your sinuses begin, like, yeah, I'll call it nasally, but like, that can come from allergies, or it can also come <laughs> from the fact that like, when somebody cries, mm -hmm. their, like, their passage, like, your, your, your nose runs, your sinuses get clogged, you kind of get that little, that little extra bit of readiness. Right. Um, Isabel, I felt like I you were going to say something, and then I interrupted, sorry. <laughs> Oh, no, I was just going to say about the song. Uh, other than the song, I don't know too much about the music either, but I do feel like it's like that way. It's just uh, what you were saying, going back to the opening, it does kind of, um, what do you call it? Definitely goes into that. Or, you know, the pictures that they show in the opening kind of allude to yeah. what's happening. I love the opening theme. Like, the sequence is very pretty, but, like, that song, 10 out of 10, I, I would listen to it. I... I found it on Apple Music. I've just been listening to it a bunch. I can't listen to it too much because unlike other anime openings that I like jam to, that one just kind of makes me a little sad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like that's that's the kind of there, there's a couple anime openings I listen to when I'm just like I'm gonna lie on top of my bed and be sad for a little bit. <laughs> so it's like that one, and it's the opening to Welcome to the NHK. <laughs> Um, so I know Kakashiko Tol is not the first anime to actually cover um, single parenthood. We've uh, we have seen several others. Um, you know, James, you mentioned Markia, but have you guys seen any of the other ones? Uh, well, let's let's list a couple of what those other ones are. Uh, I have a I have a short list here. Uh, so we got Makia, which you mentioned. Uh, Sweetness and Lightning uh, is 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 also that like father daughter relationship. Um, Poco's Udon World, which is, like, not literal parent-child, but, you know, like, basically adoptive father and adoptive son slash raccoon. <laughs> tanuki? Um, yeah, yeah raccoon tanuki. dog. Woo! <laughs> uh, Wolf Children is very good, and I think Wolf Children is really good at, like, demonstrating the struggles of single parenthood in Japan more than almost any of the others. Right. Um, like, the, 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 almost every other one... I mean, Makia actually also has that struggle of parenthood, but it's it's also cast against this, like, there's that big whole war going on. And the fantasy backdrop, for sure. I, yeah, so, like, the beginning of the film, I think, focuses more on how difficult it is to be a single parent, but then towards the end of it, it's more family in general. Um, but, like, yeah, Wolf Children is the one where it's, like, you actually see the struggle and you see everything that comes along with it. Uh, and the fact that, you know, like, she mo the, the mom moves to the countryside because there's no, like, at least the country, like, out in the country, there seems to be more of a support network. Like, the neighbors actually care about each other and are helping each other out. And so the support network you need kind of exists out in the countryside. Okay. Um, by the way, have we all um, seen Wolf Children, all three of us? Uh, I personally haven't. 
Oh. What? <laughs> Watch Wolf Children. It's on my list. Uh, but yeah, I haven't gotten around to it. I've been meaning to see it, but yeah, I haven't. Watch so. it now. Like, <laughs> right, now, right now, while we're still recording. I'm getting to watch it now. Okay, okay. Like maybe I'll bump I, it up by here's list. Here's the thing: saying it's on the list, I have stuff that's been on the list for over five years. Have I gotten around to it? No. I still need to watch Evangelion. <laughs> I still need to watch Cowboy Bebop. Those shows have been out for over twenty <gasps> years, and I still seen haven't Cowboy watched Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, what? Now I you need to go watch Cowboy that. Bebop. I've listened to most of the soundtrack at this point because it's really good, but I have not seen the Wait, show. Wait, Isabel, did you say you haven't seen it either? No, I've seen that. I'm oh, telling God, James to go okay, watch okay. that. We'll, we'll trade. <laughs> I was like, I cannot be the only one right now that's seen Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Cowboy Bebop has no parents and no children, so that's all good. <laughs> yeah. We don't have to worry about that. Um, so, um, actually, no, it's got it's got Ed. It's a kid. Moving so on. you said like Wolf Children shows uh, more of the struggles. Um, do you think, based on like you know what you've read on single parenthood in Japan, it's um, you know it's as about as accurate as it can get. Yeah, I think it's I think it's about as accurate as you can get without it basically becoming like a documentary on what it's like to be a single parent. Wow. Oh. Okay. Gritty like ah, uh, this is you know it it's it's the struggles of a single mother absolutely, but there's there's more to it, um, which is good because let's be perfectly honest, if you're gonna spend all the time and effort to make an anime film, don't turn it into a gritty documentary. Um. <laughs> I know before we were recording, Gracie, um, you uh, mentioned Erased as as a show with single parents. Oh, yes. So um, I think one thing about single parenthood that tends to get overlooked is um, it's a lot of mental and emotional stress, which sounds, you know, obvious to many people nowadays, but definitely back in the older days, I don't think people thought about like just how much pressure is on them in regards to not only the fact that they might be struggling with their own personal problems, i.e., you know, a parent, uh, like the other parent abandoned them or the spouse died or, you know, it's like you said, maybe born out of wedlock and, you know, worst case scenarios, maybe unwillingly born from wedlock sort of thing and so um and so people just I almost feel like people just automatically expect parents to be amazing and energetic and know what to do with their kids and forgetting the fact that they're very real and they have a lot of issues and problems and I like that Erased shows like two types of single moms and like what could result from it so, for example, uh, the main character, his mom, you know, the dad walked out and she was extremely mentally and emotionally strong. She pulled herself together. She did everything she could to make sure that her son has that stable childhood, has that stable parent who was always there by his side and, like, supported him and, like, raised him. But then we have, you know, uh, Kaho's. Oh, wait, is that how do you pronounce her name, actually? <laughs> Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, Kaho. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kaho Hinazuki? Yeah, so yeah. Kaho, whose mom is very abusive, but, you know, one thing I really appreciated the anime pointing out was she didn't just start off abusive. She started off as a battered woman who was always trying to protect her daughter from an abusive husband, and it, and until she finally couldn't take it anymore and left him. And... um. 
And that shows, like, at one point, Kaho's mom was loving, was protective, was that parent that people automatically assume parents are. But, you know, she ended up failing because she was not only mentally and emotionally, like, not strong enough to handle um, her own personal issues after the, the, after the divorce, which I'm sure was very traumatizing considering the marriage was an abusive one, but um, also the fact that, you know, she, not everyone's like uh, Satoru's mom. Not everyone has that mental, emotional strength. They need help, you know. They need therapists. They need a support group, like James, you were saying. And, you know, Kaho's mom didn't have that support group. And what results is very tragic is she ends up becoming that abusive parent. And so, um, like, I, I'm, like, just ranting now. But I do think it's really, yeah, really important but, uh... to show that fact that, you know, some abusive parents a lot of times sadly don't start off as evil abusive parents a lot of them become that way because they're unable to handle their own issues and they don't have people to help them through it so yeah and i'm gonna i'm gonna cut you off there because we're it is important to talk about this this is definitely <laughs> uh domestic violence kind of stuff sounds like it could be a, a different podcast topic but i do like that erased kind of shows the two potentially far different extremes of single parenthood mm -hmm. And I mean, um, and it's good that Kakushi, you know, like out of these single parents, because the others are darker and heavier, you know, like the big difference is, yeah, he does have that support group. And I think you can correct me if I'm wrong because I haven't seen all those anime, but you know, like, um, you know, Poco's Udon World. And then what was the other one you mentioned? Sweetness and Lightning. Uh, yes. And lightning, um, yeah. I think those single parents, you know, technically also have like, people who are supporting them correct oh yeah so what's interesting is sweetness and lightning has like another female character that almost becomes like this like almost like a stand-in like mother figure okay um and so that you know it, it well it's not what, what we call like the traditional family you can kind of like piece it together that way um and what i think is interesting is looking at the list that we've got in front of us sweetness and lightning has this like tiny potentially like regular-ish i'm throwing up some air quotes now that you can see <laughs> regular-ish um family dynamic but other, the other ones we talked about like machia and wolf children and erase um those are all very much like the you know struggles of being a single parent none of those are comedies kakushi goto is like the only one that's funny <laughs> wait not even sweetness and or or are you talking about the others like machias i'm talking about like machia wolf children and erase okay. like sweetness and lightning is 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 fluffy and a little bit funny and and definitely heartwarming but that's, I think, because, and I've only watched, like, half the show, so I'm not entirely sure how it develops from there. Okay. Uh, but it's, you kind of have one of the characters come in as, I've, I've seen other people mention uh, her as, like, a, a pseudo-mother figure. Mm, okay, um, I see. And which kind of, like, makes the two, you know, you have now a father figure and a mother figure, and then you have the child. Uh, and so that, I think, puts Sweetness and Lightning a little bit apart from the rest. Okay, okay, I see. Yeah, I didn't know really... that. It's also surrounded on, around food, so every episode in Sweetness Lightning, they're definitely making like a recipe or something. So yeah, it's like family meal time kind of yeah. is the focus of the of the show. I see. And then okay. although uh, Poco's Udon World is the same, it actually has nothing to do with Udon. It's more like the character goes back to his hometown and he sees as Udon shop is closed, but then he has to raise the Tanuki child in that one. Um, the other one I wanted to include was Barakamon. It's not exactly father and daughter. But that's kind of lighthearted too. I feel like that is true, actually. Barakamon does have that. Uh, that it, it is that funny comedy, and it is like father figure and child. Because we meet Naru's 
I think grandfather, but like mm-hmm. there's no word. I think Naru's father is, works on like a boat, but like in the like long term shipping, like I'm gonna be away for eight or nine months kind of thing, and we have no idea where Naru's mom is. So that, that I think yeah, Barakamon also is the like single pseudo single parent, and it is also a comedy. Which yeah, is that good. one's definitely purely comedy too. <laughs> so I but guess it, it it's also kind of got that countryside support network because it's this small island oh you know where everybody knows each other and everyone's really able to help out oh my goodness yeah. but you're completely mm-hmm. right i didn't is sweetness and light uh what is it sweetness and what again <laughs> uh, lightning, lightning. Like, is sweetness and lightning the same way because poco's udon world is a small town and then you know as you point out wolf children she moved to the countryside like Sweetness and yeah. Lightning, I feel um, like they were no, in the city, Sweetness right? Sweetness and Lightning takes place in, like, a regular city. Okay. Yeah. Not, like, Tokyo, like, dense metropolis, but, like, actual, like, a, a medium average sized city. Okay, okay. Huh. But did you, <laughs> did your research show anything about, like, countryside and stuff? Now I'm curious because you pointed it out. <laughs> no, I, I didn't see any of that. Um, so that that's just purely, like, oh, wow, all these animated, which I think is an interesting thing is that, like, like there is this idealized version that we're getting shown in the, in the anime. Okay. Um. That, that which allows for that kind of stuff because like the more inner city kind of thing where that support group isn't there mm-hmm. is probably way darker okay um so in your opinion yeah. then james you know uh since you pointed out that kakashikoto you know has some a little bit more unrealistic parts to it um in regards to like single parenthood and being a single dad like do you think it's still better to you know write stories that are more lighthearted and maybe a little too fairy tale esque um as a way to like expose not expose but like bring exposure to single parenthood or would you still prefer more anime slash stories like Machia or wolf children where they show the struggles of it uh i think for something like a tv show you're gonna want something more like kakushigoto like erased has those has things as well but it's not the focus the focus of a race is like there's a, mur- a a murder has occurred right you know um i'm, I'm just thinking of the silent film a murder ensues like that that's erased it's 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 a thriller it's a mystery story and in the background there's all the like not like far background but as like a background side kind of thing is this is this darker you know relationship stuff and so if you if you focus on if you focus on it, you're going to want to make it a little bit more lighthearted because um, it, it's just kind of too sad otherwise. Like, if you if you, if you you don't add some, like, happy aspects to it or, like, emphasize the happy aspects. Mm-hmm. Because it's not, you know, it's not the end of the world to be a single parent. Right. Um, because if it was, then single parent households would not exist the way they are because they're, you know, they're they would collapse and we would never hear of them again. <laughs> um, so I think like the slightly happier stuff is, is good, but I'd like to hear what the two of you think just based on the show and maybe like Kakushigoto and then like any of the other shows that we've watched, you know, what, what do you think is, is, is probably the better way to portray it? Isabel, do you want to go like first? Definitely in mo- yeah, I think definitely like in movies like Machia, I think that's the better format for more, you know, intense stuff or darker stuff. Um, but for a TV show, I would definitely want something lighter. I would also like to see maybe a mother uh, as a single parent. I mean, we saw it in race, but that that wasn't the focus. I want something that's more focused on the mother because I feel like moms, you know, they're super moms mostly. I'm my mom is super. I feel like she did a lot of the work um, 
for me personally, Aww. mostly because my dad had to work. So I feel like a lot of families are like that too. So mm-hmm. I would like to see that more in anime. But maybe more on the linear note, you know, moms can be funny too, even though sometimes they're like really strict and stuff like that. But that's what I yeah. would like to see personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Wolf Show, like, you mean like more lighthearted stuff focusing on the moms? Because I was like, Wolf Children and Machia focus on moms. And I'm like, wait, both of those are kind of sad. Yeah, not like, yeah, definitely more lighthearted on the moms and maybe more comedy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, one of the things, uh, so have either of you watched those uh, Marukome advertisements that have been, like, trending on YouTube and Twitter? There are these, like, 90 seconds, there's a bunch of these, like, 90 second animated commercials for basically a miso soup company, or, like, miso company. Uh, And everyone's like, oh man, these commercials are so beautiful, blah, 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 blah. Have either of you seen them? I haven't. Come on! Sorry. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't the assigned. It wasn't the assigned viewing because I kind of had this revelation two hours ago. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But there's one of them that is is kind of it is a single parent. It's a single mother and her son, kind of thing. And it it shows how tough it is. You know, it, it kind of shows how tough it can be being a single mother because it's like when she's at work, she's thinking about at you know having to be at home, and when she's at home, she's thinking about work. And you know, she has a job, but it you know she gets sick and has to you know call in call in sick and you know the fact that she even has a job is almost a miracle in and of itself um and because it's difficult for single mothers to get employment a lot of times it's contract work or like part-time like it's bare they people struggle to pay rent which is why there's government subsidies but the fact that there needs to be a government subsidy is kind of an issue in and of itself yeah and you, you said like this is specifically for single moms right that advertisement was for uh, oh the subsidies yeah originally they were they were mostly for single mothers and sometimes it was even for like widows specifically things have changed a lot since then but at the very beginning when any of this you know money for raising kids you know for single single fam- single parent families you know started coming in it was uh, my husband died may I have some money please mm-hmm. because you know men are considered to be are. are you know considered to be the primary breadwinners and so it's oh the person that brings home the bacon isn't here anymore single fathers meanwhile it's you are still expected to bring the money home true true. (laughs) um i guess for me specifically so it was like i had to think about it via the audience because i'm always for like very realistic renditions and i'm always for like you know if it's sad and the topic is hard like you know write it hard write it sad but I have to remember that, you know, well, first of all, I do know that single parenthood, even if it's hard, I've heard single parents, you know, write about it and say, talk about it. And, you know, I'm sure James, you've like read about it when you were doing research is that even if it's hard, it's still ultimately a joy in the end because they love their kids so much and they're doing it all for their kids. And, um, and I think like, that's really important to capture as long as they don't lose the harder aspect of it, then, you know, like, yes, we should go for the happier ones. And I also agree with what you guys were saying in that I think happier ones are easier for the audience to digest, and it would ultimately be the better, like, type of single parenthood um, series to help audiences normalize single parenthood and, you know, um, understand them and not, you know, stigmatize them or not give them the support that they need. So, yeah, if you if you want to normalize them, you absolutely have to make them look the same as everybody else in your portrayal in media. Yeah. 
Um, with that being said, um, I think, ironically, that Kakushigoto is, like, the perfect blend in that case, because, um, even though, uh, like, you know, the udon world with Poko, like, it's still more happy, and it so is, um, or at least from what I've heard you talk about, uh, uh, lightning and sweetness, or sweetness and lightning also sounds like it's more happy, but Kakushigoto actually has, like, that blend of, you know, really great, like, hilarious and heartwarming moments and then it has those really sad moments too where it's like yeah life is different and um life is hard sometimes so <laughs> yeah. yeah i think that's right you pretty much nailed it on the spot for those you know comparing those animes at least and kakushi goto definitely has a good blend of both of them mm-hmm so um we before we essentially end the episode or like our episode for today about kakushi goto do you guys have any final thoughts you want to talk about the series or about the topic as a whole to the audience Go first, you want me to go first? i yeah i don't want to I, I think we've talked a lot in this episode i don't really have anything to add do you I would just request that if you haven't – I mean, first of all, if you've made it this far through the podcast and you haven't seen the show, uh, please watch the show. Also, why did you walk through this spoiler land, Mind Sadness Fest? Uh, but please watch the show. Uh, and if you if you are caught up, please continue to watch the show. And I'd like you all to think a little bit more about, you know, you know put a little – bring a, as much as anime is this fun disconnection of, like, gonna go have fun in the cartoon fantasy world – if you're watching a show about single parenthood, I'd like you to, you know, think a little bit about about the situation that everybody happens to find themselves in, mm-hmm. uh, because uh, it may impact how you see the rest of the world. That was really beautiful, and also thank you, James, for bringing the research in regards to single parenthood in Japan. We really appreciate it for this episode. Um, I learned a lot myself, so I'm happy to do it. So Kakashi Goto is currently still airing on Funimation. And if you really like the anime, please go to our website and vote for it at anytrends.net. We have a polls page, and you can vote for it as top anime, or you can vote for Hime or Kakashi for um, the top anime characters. Um, you know, we've got Hime is precious. Yes, vote for Hime. <laughs> we've got all the all the polls you need to show your support for this anime. Um, and thank you all for staying with us and listening to us talk about, you know, maybe a bit of a heavier topic this week, but one that is relevant to not only many people around the world, but to the anime series itself. And we look forward to having you guys with us again next week. Thank you all. Bye. Goodbye. Thanks, bye. Saturdays are made for dads. <laughs>